0: Hi, I'm Kara, your favorite skeptical Scorpio. And I'm Bailey, your only liberal Libra. And this is Iconic or Ironic. Let's get into it. All right. So first off, starting with our highlights. I think we both have similar things. But yeah. Mine I'm going to start with is the Barbie movie, and the era's toll or apparently saving the economy and they're both also promoting goals. some more which is so fun
1: and what a time to be alive. My highlights are basically the same. It's weird that since the last time we recorded both yeah, we went to the Air's tour and saw Barbie. Lots of big updates. <laughs> we'll talk about Barbie a lot obviously mm-hmm. but one of my highlights as a result of the movie has been all the girls tiktoks just in general i think yeah the barbie movie and eras tour have inspired the cultural renaissance of girl summer also i'm like co-opting that term i'm having girl summer and then also girls summer as in like the show because i'm continuing to watch girls and it's making me feel good about having my life not together in my 20s so (laughs) My life is not as much in shambles as those characters. But shall we discuss Barbie more within Iconic or Ironic? Yeah. Okay, well, there's only one answer for this. (laughs) Iconic, obviously. Obviously.
0: Like, honestly, like, even better than Iconic. I don't know what that Mm would be.
1: I know, we need to create a new tier, especially for Barbie. Yeah. What are some of your key Iconic moments?
0: Ooh. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think a lot of the same things that you have in here. But for me, I love Alan's character and yeah. how he was, like, helping the girls out. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> thought the whole thing about, like, oh, spoilers, by the way, when mm-hmm. they were going to set the Kens up against each other and they were all, like, in the campfire, you know, and, <laughs> and they just, like, stopped listening to their Ken scene and then went and sat by another Ken. hmm dying and fight was amazing and all the bobbies just like being like you know what we're not going to take this we can have our Bobby land back yeah
1: doing nothing yeah no mojo jojo casa house needed mm-hmm. I also similarly like after I couldn't like verbalize I was like I know I loved it so much but my brain like was just like smiles and then i was like
0: yeah because like obviously there were like really great messages in it but like mm -hmm. even besides that it was just such a great movie and mm -hmm. i love how it's kind of brought everyone together
1: i feel like that's the epitome of girl summer is that it's like something for all of us to love which is Mm -hmm. fun okay this first one is actually a question of if i it's iconic or ironic One thing that's been on TikTok a lot is Gloria's monologue when she's saying all the things that like women are expected to be and how it's just like an impossible standard to be this, but not that, et cetera. So I like this. I, I mean, I've seen like both like people like praising and people like criticizing it. It gave a little bit of the man to me and I love the man obviously. But I was like, one missed opportunity for that song on the soundtrack, because that's kind of just like sums up one of like the key ideas but that was just like what was going through my head I was like this is very true but like I think Taylor did kind of say this but it's a message that should be reinforced so I support it or your thoughts on the monologue
0: I mean obviously it's like very realistic and I think any woman, um, even more than that just like anyone who's not you know like a straight man can <laughs> relate
1: yeah that's what i think yeah. people are saying like it's nothing like new or groundbreaking but like it's just people don't like say it a lot yeah. I think. and yeah. you know
0: i don't know how you change those things but hopefully women will take note from this and maybe be like hmm maybe mm-hmm. i shouldn't let men treat me this way and other people treat me this way
1: and i saw something that also said like like Barbie is kind of supposed to be like entry level feminism because yeah. it's not like groundbreaking things but like imagine if you're like a 15 year old girl or something and you see this movie for us, it seems really obvious, these things, but Barbie also appeals to such a mass audience. So like for younger girls, it may be like the first time that they're hearing something like that. And that is really important. There's
0: this TikTok that I've been seeing. I don't know if you know who Kylan is. She was the, like the big girl of Bama Rush last year. And she has been like one of the only people I've seen who like critiqued the Barbie movie. And then people have been like coming back on her critiques because it's she's like a pageant girl obviously mm. and she's like this isn't the bobby i grew up with bobby's supposed to be happy and pretty and blah 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 <laughs> and we'll like go like you missed the fucking point he yeah. like <laughs> that's the whole <bold> point Is <laughs> and like that- also like obviously like yeah you're blonde and rich and pretty like you already all stereotypical bobby in the beginning like you don't get it <laughs> but hopefully people like that maybe they watch it a second time and yeah you know, start to get it <laughs>
1: that's what i felt like all of the criticism i was seeing and this being all like C- exclusively on TikTok. It was, I feel like people not really getting what I assume were intentional choices by Greta. Like a lot of the criticisms people have are just, I feel like points that the movie was making about reality. Like one of it was like how Gloria and her daughter are helping like Barbie. And it's kind of like the stereotypical like woman of color helping like white woman solve mm-hmm. their problem or whatever. I thought the
0: comment about white savior Bobby was so funny.
1: Yeah, like it's definitely like those are all true, but I think those were made intentionally and it like sparks a conversation about like reflecting like what our reality is. I agree Uh, with that. And then another one that I saw that I think was a good point is how Barbie is like unafraid to reject Ken in Barbie land and say like she doesn't really see him that way. And that's because she doesn't have like experience with men's rejection and how that can turn violent. So I think there's just like a lot of subtle things like that that I believe were intentional. And that's what like makes it more genius. Like the more you analyze it. Like I think at its face value, it's still like a really good movie. But then like the more you unpack it, I feel like there are more insightful things. Also People are critiquing this line and like saying they didn't understand it. I'm like, maybe if you like, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't the... We mothers stand still so our daughters can look back to see how far they've come. I saw a lot of criticism of this too of like, but women shouldn't have to like stop their lives when they have children. And it's like, yeah, but like this is like just a reflection of the reality of like this is the burden placed on women to be mothers and have that be like a lot of times they're like primary duties and having to sacrifice things. And that's just like the world in which we live. It's not saying that this is like what it should be but it's saying like what it is so I'm like there's so many things where people like just criticizing I'm like maybe you should just like stop to think like what is this trying to like portray and then Alan yeah I obviously loved Alan I love Michael Sarah, but then I did see like one thing that was like even Alan's character is just kind of how some men can like take kind of the lazy way out and just be like oh we're feminists or whatever so we're not the bad guy they like worded it a lot better but just how even how
0: he wanted to leave rather than like trying to fix it
1: yeah like how some men even who are seen as like the good guys they're also just kind of trying to like escape the work and they're still like benefiting from the patriarchy and such so, but yeah 10 out of 10 movie 10 out of 10 would recommend and definitely in theaters like that was like a I i feel like a spiritual moment like seeing it in a theater like filled with women laughing and crying and such all. there were
0: a lot of families in the theater that i went to oh, really? a lot of like even like dads and like boyfriends were there. all
1: that's good because i don't necessarily want to talk to men about barbie but but they should be forced to watch it yeah long. I haven't spoken to them anyone who have seen it but what I envision is like they don't have the like emotional connection that we do and yeah. so it's like hard to explain like how much this movie hits it's like imagine how like every other movie like represents you like yeah that's how Barbie feels for women even though it is still pretty like white woman oriented so
0: Okay. okay moving on <laughs> next we have twitter is being reband rebranded to x okay I has this now,
1: already happened and has my twitter just not updated
0: i think like only desktop and like oh. computer versions of it well like i don't think the app has been updated yet there's been a bunch of like i don't know stuff going on with that
1: Was <laughs> twitter on their desktop
0: i don't know i mean i'm sure like maybe like Troll.
1: Journalists or people. Oh. Uh, I saw some, I think it was like a tweet that was like the new logo looks like it's for a... adult
0: entertainment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I also saw like some type of like adult love that is actually human trafficking or something. So oh, good. Yeah, that's just what it kind of looks like. I think it's dumb. I'm like sad. I'm like, please it's don't. It's so dumb. Please stop trying to ruin Twitter. Okay, I guess along with this, like, Instagram and threads. Oh, that's so stupid. I know. And I don't know, people are, like, actually joining. And I'm like, no, t- there's still good pockets of Twitter. Like, stop letting Elon win. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm trying to make him money, but like, I don't want a new platform. So I say, idiotic.
0: Yeah, I agree. And then, I've only had a chance to listen to this a little bit, but collier Ray Jepsen has a new album out, The Loveliest Time. That's kind of, like, part two, I guess, the whole last album the loneliest time
1: i haven't really gotten to listen too much but just like based off like the the parallel titles i love that so i say iconic
0: yeah i do think i like so far the loneliest time battle but this one's still mm-hmm. pretty
1: good so iconic That's- is it in general like happier as the name kind of implies or- um <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that. Okay, that's good, though, because I, in general, like depressing music more, so.
0: Like, I don't think it's super depressing, but I don't, still kind of like like disco beat, but like. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like waiting for Harley to get the credit she deserves. Like, she's such like a, a talented pop star of our day. Mm-hmm. She's not like fully appreciated as much as she should be. I preemptively am going to say iconic. Okay,
0: good.
1: Okay, next is girl dinner. (laughs) So I feel like there are two kind of representations of this I've seen on TikTok. Like the one is just like girl dinner, like basically throwing together random things to create dinner, which I like very much identify with because having to make three meals every day is just too high of an expectation for me so that part I say iconic but then it's been like started to be I feel like a bit co-opted by into like an unhealthy thing to be like oh girl dinner and it's just not eating enough those aren't the vibes of girl summer
0: yeah I agree with that I think if you're doing a girl dinner every single day Mm -hmm. that's not good but like if like Maybe like once or twice a week as a treat. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Like, I love just having little snickel snacks instead of like an actual meal. Like, last night I had like a couple pieces of sushi and then bread with olive oil, (laughs)
1: and I was happy, and like cashews or something. Yeah. Also, it's like, sometimes I'll do that if I'm like more like snacking throughout the day. So it's like, you know, instead of having three meals, I have like more snacks at closer intervals. But yeah, it's just like, oh, there's that fine line between like a fun little feminine thing and then like mm, reverting to like unhealthy habits. So but hopefully it can stay on the former. Next. So one thing that people have been saying, like, oh, instead of the takeaway from the barbie movie being like oh there should be more like big budget movies given to female writers and directors instead industry is like oh maybe we should make a million movies about toys so i don't even know when this started but apparently one of the upcoming toy related movies is lena dunham's polly pocket movie
0: With... Oh my god, I can't think of her name now. The girl from Emily Meets Paris.
1: Willie Collins? Yeah. Yeah. That's... Okay, I kind of like the idea of Polly Pocket movie because they were kind of like the weird cousin of barbies and there is like this strange phenomena of people wanting to eat their clothes mm-hmm. but i don't see lily collins like i can see especially with lena dunham doing it i can see the movie being like more i don't know like quirky or something but lily collins doesn't fit that for me she's no, like straight she's so edge cringy. her and lena dunham those two don't Go for me.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, obviously, we don't really know anything about it yet, but I feel like ugh, I don't know if it's gonna be like a Bobby knockoff and like yeah. try to make those same points. I know um, I
1: could I could kind of see it just like trying to ride the coattails, but then also Polly Pockets aren't like I never like looked at a Polly Pocket and I was like, wow, it's so small. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if it's just like a cute, kind of like a fun quirky movie, I think that'd be best. Yeah.
1: I think it'd be kind of funny if it was horror comedy because (laughs) everyone wanting to eat the Polly Pocket clothes. So I think that would be a fun twist. But yeah, I don't really know what to expect. I mean, I liked Polly Pocket. So like, I guess I'm, I'm pro. I just hope it does something different than Barbie did.
0: Yeah, we'll see. They're also making a Hot Wheels movie, I think. (sighs) That one,
1: I'm like, no. Like, toys, like, for the girls, yes. Hot Wheels, just watch NASCAR. Yeah. We have that in real life. Or, like, Fast and Furious. Like, is that not... Yeah, there's, like, so many car movies. You don't need... You have real-life Hot Wheels. Yeah. Like, every action movie. No. And then, lastly... Greta's next I guess film is an adaptation of Narnia I think she's like slated for two of them crazy I okay I mean I definitely watched like the chronicles of Narnia how many were there
0: there's a lot I think there's like
1: Okay, maybe I didn't... Same
0: number as, like, Harry Potter. Like, maybe, like, at least, like, six, I think. But I I only remember, like, the first two.
1: Yeah, I feel like I definitely stopped. I know she, like, grew up, and we'll talk about this more later, but, like, in religious, whatever, went to, like, Catholic school... So maybe it'll have, like, some, like, religious criticism. But, like, Chronicles, like, C.S. Lewis is, like, a he's like a Christian guy. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't see Greta, like, being preachy at all. But I'm, like, I don't really need, like, a, a Christian movie, which that's very I much. Don't much think is- it, I don't think it will be, though. Okay. Like, yeah, honestly, I, I, I
0: think it's it. going to be really good.
1: I mean, I, I trust her. I what she did with Little Women. That's true. But Little Women, I love the book. Like, it has this good base. And, like, Narnia, I think, has a good base. It's just, you know, like, once I was like, oh, I like this movie, and then it was just like, oh, this represents this, and this represents that. I'm kind of like, uh, you, you're losing my interest.
0: My personal opinion is that i don't think it's gonna focus on as much as like those kind of metaphors but i think it's gonna be more about like hopefully like the siblings relationships Mm -hmm. because i feel like in the original movies like we didn't really get to see that as much and like i know what i've seen online is that people think that Greta's gonna really revamp susan the oldest Mm -hmm. yeah because she kind of gets like tossed away in the movie and then she can't go to narnia anymore because she's i don't know
1: too old hmm um, okay yeah i did see something about that okay then that way like if it, they're just she's just kind of using it as like fantasy plus a way so you know dive into like the interpersonal relationships i'm i'm good with that yeah
0: i say i think it's gonna be iconic
1: okay okay i trust i trust that so i say that as well okay right more mm-hmm. barbie content <laughs> So pop culture artifact this week. Favorite Barbie movies growing up or maybe even now. I think, okay, I guess for this one, it's the movie and the dolls because I love the Swan Lake Barbie movie, but I think I also did have, like my sister had the doll because I have like a key memory of that. The Nutcracker. When I think of like the Nutcracker, I think of Barbie's Nutcracker. That is the original for me. Although I do remember not like that rat king scared me as a child. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. And then the princess and the pauper. I remember this last song. I feel like I've like remember it more because people people seem to like really love
0: Isn't that the one song that's like you're just like you. Yeah. You're just like me, something like that. And I, I don't I, I don't remember that one as much. I
1: think I do kind of have a memory, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm creating this memory based on like TikToks. And then my other thing, this is not Barbie, but I feel like it's Barbie adjacent. Did you ever see the Swan Princess
0: movies? I think so, but I like don't really have a memory of them.
1: All I can see is like the girl, she's still blonde, but it's like her hair is like yellow, and that's like kind of all I remember. But it's pretty, I think it's like Swan Lake S, but then in Swan Lake, does she turn into a swan? That happens in that one, but probably because she gets yeah. like or something yeah okay so it's like that same gist but it's not Barbie it's just like animated and another animated like pretty blonde princess whatever but yeah these were very big in my household like I think my sister like got them on DVD or VHS like a couple years ago as like a 20 something so oh my gosh Yeah, I
0: think I still have all the DVDs in my basement I should have looked before this but I didn't Mm-hmm. But i think i still have them all but my favorites were the bobby's rapunzel mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: like there was the evil weasel and like she could paint and then like walk through the painting and she'd like sneak away Ooh, um, i don't remember that Oh, that was my favorite it was so good but i, I think that little bitch kelly was in it <laughs> oh <laughs>
1: who is kelly is, is kelly like her cousin or something or just like... i think i think sometimes she's a
0: sister sometimes she's a cousin i don't really know
1: at least it wasn't midge oh yeah
0: no midge was canceled i guess
1: yeah for being pregnant
0: um, and then i also like bobby's Fairytopia topia with bibble who's kind of like an internet icon right now wait i, don't I like i like the fairy fairy better than i did the mom-made one i remember that okay i don't remember
1: either of these
0: oh my god are you serious yeah. Those are my favorite ones. I feel like if you saw something about the Rapunzel one, you'd probably recognize no, it. No, no, no.
1: I remember Rapunzel definitely, but Fairytopia. Fairytopia was kind
0: of a late one, I think, but I was still like very into that stuff. I mean,
1: it was 2005, so we were like eight.
0: Yeah. We
1: need to bring these back.
0: Yeah. They need to do, like, a double showing of these at, like, the drive-ins. Yeah. They would get all the girls there. <laughs> That's,
1: like, honestly what I want to do. I'm like, I want to watch these movies and then, like, read Nancy Drew. All right.
0: So this week, Scorpio says, um, we're talking about the signs as bobbies, but as actual dolls and not the movie characters, because literally yesterday, after I already did this, they released a TikTok." With the signs that the movie kicked off, and I don't want to get sued. I like
1: how you think that they're going to somehow find (laughs) this podcast. I'm sure
0: that Greta Gerwig personally would find it somehow and listen to it and then hate me forever.
1: I I think Greta would support it. (laughs) Technically, they're stealing our series, which is completely original.
0: I could dig up proof that I had this idea a week ago. Yeah.
1: Maybe so. they're just like hockey or
0: maybe. Stock. Maybe. Anyways, so starting off with Aries, they're going to be the Olympic Bobbies. And though I guess they were like I do remember these. I don't remember most of these either. I think they were kind of after our time. Like I guess this one is from twenty twenty. So that's pretty recent. But they all have like the gold medals and I think there might be like a mixture of sports, but that's for our competitive goalies. That's and cool. the Next Taurus. I don't know this one's actual name, so i will just saying horse Bobby, but it's Bobby. And then there's that bitch Kelly, and they're on horses. And she has a cute little pink helmet. And the horse has like better hair and eyelashes than I do. So that's fun.
1: It's promoting mane and tail, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Leo is obviously California Bobby, which is kind of interesting because when I was looking up all like weird Bobbies, blah, 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 like every website that had this one was Colin Hall Skanky. (laughs) That's kind of a lot for a doll.
1: For some reason, I like feel that, which is just like my internalized misogyny, but I don't know what's different about this Barbie versus like any of the other Barbies. You just had highlights in a bikini. Like, (laughs) sorry. But in my mind, I feel like I would have given that. I think I maybe had this Barbie and then... (laughs) we have like a red corvette and then she w- it was her car because
0: because obviously yeah virgo was totally hair bobby i couldn't get the picture of this one to load but it was like i think you could like pull their hair like further out of their head or Ooh. like push it back in so you could like change their hair length and stuff looks very Ooh. interesting libra you're gonna be with my picture, oh, film director Bob. Wow, I've Looking never cool. seen her. That's Greta. Oh, sorry, I, my brain didn't process what you said. Yes, that's Greta. Kinda...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know it's not, but <laughs>
0: she's wearing pink and she's a woman, so. It does kind of look like that? Yeah, I like her little skull thing mm-hmm. and. You know, she looks like she's ready to get down to business and make some good films.
1: It's like meta because she's creating Barbie. It's <laughs> Barbie.
0: And then we have Scorpio is Halloween Princess Barbie. She's so Ooh. cool. She's got like whole spiderweb purple dress on.
1: Okay, I don't know why I think she this Barbie should have be a brunette. Like it would just go. Better. No,
0: I agree with that. She would look better with dark hair. Yeah.
1: I guess because I also think of Scorpios as being brunettes. Maybe just because you <laughs> Just because every Scorpio must have brown
0: hair in the stereotype for scorpios everywhere that's true cancer is mermaid bobby which i think i had this one and i feel like their tails like changed colors or something mm. or maybe their hair did i don't remember
1: yeah i was never on like the mermaid train i don't think
0: oh uh, i was a little bit sagittarius here we have not nu- Crackle, Bobby. It's not mm-hmm. a good picture of her. You no, know, she's got a big pink, fluffy dress and all crown. Nice. And then we have this is my favorite. Pisces gets Fairytopia, Bobby. she's,
1: oh.
0: she's kind of scary. <laughs> she is kind of scary, but I love it. <laughs> like I don't know what color she's, her skin is.
1: Yeah, it is like like, pink. Weird, like light pink. Yeah. yeah,
0: and then her wings are like absolutely
1: crooked. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's been through it
0: yeah and then capricorn has the supposedly this is the 2023 yeah. holiday bobby but i don't think so i think it's just a holiday bobby okay which speaking of did you ever get those for christmas the special mm-hmm. holiday ones and you no. were to open them?
1: no, i remember always okay. seeing them and i was like oh, i want them but they were like i feel like i don't know if they're actually really expensive but in their my mind those were like a luxury item
0: I don't think they were that expensive back then cuz I have a bunch of them. I, I still have never opened them. Like I was never allowed to play with them. It's so, like what? what what good is that to me as a child?
1: So you just had to keep them in their packaging?
0: Yeah, they're still in my basement in the boxes.
1: Oh, yeah, I would hate that. Maybe that's why we didn't get them is cuz like okay, I also was were you ever a child who would um decapitate the Barbies? Oh
0: yeah, we would like play fireworks with them blow them up everything fireworks
1: (laughs) yeah I personally when I was I guess I was just too young to play with Barbies my dad when he would like travel for work he would get us like Barbies from other countries and so one he brought back from like I don't know like somewhere in Asia and this isn't like I think I would have done this to any Barbie but I guess I (laughs) have my sister and I both ones, but then I chose to behead my sister's doll. So then they had to take those away from me for a while. But then I learned to love and respect Barbie. But there was a time where, I mean, it just like the head came off so easily. It's like, it's too tempting. So Barbie decapitators unite. Okay, wait, also one last Barbie question. We're or Barbie is, like, your main, like, doll slash toy, or how big of, like, a Barbie. Also, who did you play Barbies with? Because you don't uh, have
0: a sister. Oh, I mean, there was, like, <laughs> other girls in my neighborhood. Like, there's okay. a girl that lives right across the street from me. Jesus okay, that's good. Just because I don't have a sister. Well, and Christian had, he was big into the G.I. Joes, so mm-hmm. the G.I. Joes and the Barbies would play
1: together. Okay. Wait. yeah, last question. Um. Did you have any Ken's?
0: I think I had one yeah, yeah I definitely had one but like he he was not as cool as the yeah. to the Barbies
1: I think I only had like one also and we just like didn't care about him like that's what I love so much about Ken is that he literally was just an accessory to Barbie and that for all the beauty standards Barbie taught us it also taught us He's just Ken.
0: Going back to your other question, and this probably changed from different ages, but my main ranking, I would say, would be American Girl, mm. Bobby, Polly Pocket, Bratz, and then I think I, what was the other one? Like Betty Spaghetti or some shit like that? Oh, I don't
1: know who Remember that Number Hall? No.
0: No, okay, never mind.
1: <laughs> okay, why did I feel like Bratz were going to become human and bully me? I mean, they looked really bitchy. Yeah, like, I was kind of afraid of them. Like, I had a couple brats. They, like, weren't my main ones. But, yeah, they scared me. Barbie and American Girl, I was into both of them. We did have, like, a huge Barbie collection. And I think I also, like, channeled, like, my need to organize things with, like, everything. But those, I feel like, were two different things. But also both, number one. And then, like, Polly Pockets. And then maybe brats. Do children play with dolls still? I would assume that they do a little bit. Because I feel like that was, like, the best... Well, honestly, I feel like all of the things we played with were, like, imaginative exercises. But Barbie's literally just, like, making up, like, stories.
0: I mean, they still make them. So, like, some people have to be playing with them. Yeah.
1: Okay. M- even more Barbie. <laughs> but <laughs> via Greta Gerwig for our Celebrity Spotlight. So upon researching her, I found she is known, her start was known for being in mumblecore movies, which I, I guess I'm not like enough of like a film nerd to know that term. Have you heard it before? No. Yes, It is defined as the use of non-professional actors in naturalistic or improvised performances, which is kind of ironic because then I also read that in her like more recent movies that she's written and directed she doesn't really allow much impro- improvis- improvisation mm-hmm. improv improvisation <laughs> but i can also see that like her characters do have like a more like natural feel so but yeah, yeah and that's how she got her start And she did, like, I feel like a lot of, I don't know if they're, like, indie movies, but I hadn't, like, heard something of them. I feel like one of her big, I I don't know if it was her first, like, writing or co-directing. I think it was. Was Frances Ha, which I've now heard, like, since being on, like, Greta TikTok with Barbie, I've heard being mentioned a lot more. So I need to watch it. And, okay, I did not know this, that she's. Really, like partner of over a decade is Noah Baumbach
0: Do you know that? I don't know who that is
1: well he co-wrote Barbie which I'm like wow he is the ultimate Ken because you did not see him doing press for it like it was her project I mean because she mm-hmm. directed it too but I'm like way to just like sit back and like let her take the reins so Robson, but I know him best for he I don't remember if you wrote and directed a marriage story did you ever see it nope it's like the most devastating movie i've ever seen but it's like
0: i don't watch shit like
1: that (laughs) it's apparently like autobiographical about his first marriage but i didn't realize that must have been so long ago because they've been together for so long but yeah he they've like worked together on a lot of and they have two kids together she just had a kid like right before barbie like i had
0: no idea that she had children
1: yeah i didn't know that either which i'm like i respect that yeah that's just like another fact but not my whole identity nothing against that either
0: so i just like have some like fun facts and stuff too um so apparently ho and kate mckinnon well i don't know what dorm mates i guess not roommates but they lived in the same dorm in college didn't know and they then know. they worked on this movie together so i thought that was really interesting and also, like, she always has a kind of, like, perfectly themed outfits for each movie that she's been a part of. Like, she had, like, the pink jumpsuit for Barbie. I think she wore some stuff
1: for Little Women. I feel like that's the difference between, like, male and female director. Like, a lot of male directors would be like, have oh, to be so serious about it. And she's like, I need to get in character. Yeah. And, like, that's so much more fun. If you're making a movie, why would you not want to be like, ooh, this is a chance for me to, like, dress in costume.
0: yeah. And then I didn't know this, but apparently she has walked on the screenplay for the upcoming Snow White movie with Rachel Zegler.
1: Oh, I didn't even know about this.
0: Yeah, so I think that made me really excited because like (laughs) I was feeling kind of iffy about the Snow White movie before, but I, I love Rachel Zegler, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know about the rest of it, because Snow White's always been my least favorite.
1: Really? I, I was about to ask if you were like a Snow White girl.
0: No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs>
1: no. What is Snow White's thing? She got poisoned by an
0: apple or something? Yeah, her um, evil stepmother poisoned her, because she was the most beautiful and fair in the land. And then the prince wakes her up with a kiss, and then she lives with the dwarves.
1: Oh, yeah, the dwarves. Um, yeah, wait, how are they going
0: to... I think they're not going to be dwarves. I think that's going to be, like, normal people.
1: I didn't realize that two Disney princess movies have women getting kissed while they're unconscious. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sure that they will... Remedy that in the next version. Oh, Barbie was or is the biggest debut in history for a film directed by a woman.
0: That's awesome.
1: Which I think it should just be the biggest debut in history for a film, but one step at a time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, yeah, I mean, her, her, like the movies, does she, I don't know if she wrote and directed all of the, I mean, I know she at least directed, I think she wrote and directed, yeah all these um Ladybird, little women obviously barbie i think like i love all of her movies because they like describe the essence of being a woman and also i think it's just because there's so few like big budget female like writers and directors that it feels like such a unique thing to watch a movie that like you can relate to <laughs> And you yeah. can tell it was, like, written by a woman, um, not, like, ri- a woman written by a man, which is a lot of times the case. Lady Bird, apparently, I mean, I don't know if this is still true, but at the time, it had a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not that that's always accurate, but, like, deserved. Yeah. And Ladybird was nominated for Best Director and Best Original Screenplay. And Little Woman was nominated for Best Adaptive Screenplay. But she didn't win for any of those. So I hope she's nominated for something for Barbie. But be. I don't have faith in the award system to reward <laughs> no. women fairly.
0: Will, will they even have an award show this year, though? Well, I guess. I don't know. What's oh, because
1: be? of the strike. Actually, well, let's... This kind of goes into my predictions, so...
0: Okay, you'll talk about it later, then. Alrighty. So for The Sound This Week we went to the Aeros tour almost a month ago which is crazy july 8th so we're finally going to give you a little recap because we've been talking about it forever
1: yes um
0: so first of all i mean personally i would say it was everything i could have possibly imagined and like more like Mm -hmm. so incredible
1: (laughs) it's impossible to overstate what an experience it was yeah
0: it was so like wow yeah it was just an amazing day both openals we had were so good gracie and Muna, mm-hmm. like those sets were kind of short especially gracie's which was a shame um, but like you know i get it mm-hmm. they did really good and i still love that table it's like giving the opportunity to so many like female artists and so many like queer artists and her openers should we go through like era by era mm, sure Okay. So Frost obviously she starts off in the level era because that's kind of mm-hmm. where she stopped. And that was really good. I really like the songs that she chose.
1: I like that she started with like the first what is the the first line of it is
0: It's been a long time coming. Yeah. And it's just which is very appropriate.
1: Yeah. know I love that like the lover it works out that it's like she's kind of singing it at sunset. And yeah that like, it's like early enough I feel like in a set where it's just like the excitement of her performing for us doesn't have to be dampened because you know the subject matter oh what was
0: the comment she made she said something about how she wants everyone to like associate the songs now with like seeing it there like her performance mm-hmm. which i think is really good kind of like and i'm so sure that now she's able to like associate those songs with singing them live instead of like maybe the people who they may or may not be about
1: mm-hmm. yeah i like that well, she just like reclaimed her music that she's like it's about like me and the fans because we're the ones like when she sends archer and then at the end she's like whatever you could say and like i felt like she was really like talking to the fans because it's like well obviously joe didn't but we're the constant in her life and she's the constant in ours so sappy but true
0: isn't Ev- evalmo next I was like, is that right <laughs>
1: it sounds right
0: I think so. I'm trying to go off my camera, right? Mm. Oh my God, can I, can I speak? My camera roll. I don't have things from every era, but after Level, I do have Evelmore and it was still light out. So mm. I'm thinking that's what was okay. next. So. It was like she came out and they were singing, oh my God, what's this song? Willow, right? With like their little mm-hmm. capes and balls.
1: Yes. Which, yeah. did you see the like TikTok of that where it's the dance, but then the audio is get Your head in the game, yes, <laughs> <laughs>
0: amazing. Um, I think my only comment for Evermore is like, I feel like a lot of the songs will cut short. Oh, wait, okay, sorry, I'm just I just looked up the set list, we skipped Fearless. Oh, this was in between, but it was only oh. like three songs.
1: I feel like that was great to have it so early, like, screaming, like, you belong with me with, like, the whole stadium. That was a good moment. Yeah. Like, fearless just to feel so much, you know, acknowledging. It's like
0: being a teenage girl again, yeah. Yeah,
1: and it's like, we still are, like, we're, whatever, teenage 20-somethings because of, like, growing up with her music. So that that felt, like, so nostalgic, and I liked it.
0: Okay, so, yeah, then after Feelers was Evermore.
1: Evermore, it just feels, like, so weird, like, to that she acknowledges it now. Like, obviously, she has to acknowledge it as an album, but... <laughs>
0: and then yeah after that was reputation which i like the songs that she did for reputation i felt like she could have added like another
1: one or two but you
0: know obviously there's not enough time to do everything
1: oh okay sorry back to evermore i did really like i liked the tolerated like table set yeah that was really cool and yeah obviously champagne problems reputation i feel like everyone who's like eh, reputation needs to see it live to understand how good it is
0: yeah, and like I will say, I've always been very open. Like, reputation isn't in my like top three favorite albums, but it's still so good and so like mm-hmm. strong of an album. Her
1: vocals are like insane on it, too. Like, yeah. she, she belts on a lot of them,
0: and it's definitely one that you just have to like dance and scream to mm-hmm. to like really feel it.
1: Yeah. Also, like the, I really like the outfits and everything. Like the oh yeah reputation.
0: Um, and then we have speak now, and she added long live to the speak now set list. So now it's two songs.
1: Mm Mhm. Which that was amazing.
0: Oh, long live made me like get a little misty
1: eyed. (laughs) Then we had red, which I feel like red was similar to fearless for me. That it was just screaming the lyrics with everyone. That one kind of was hard for me because, like, 22, we are never ever getting back together. And then I knew your trouble is, like, three, like, screaming, like... Yeah, my my throat was holding up a lot. I was, like, I love red, but, like, ooh, I'm struggling here.
0: My only one thing with red is, like... I understand why she picked those songs because they're like obviously like the singles mm-hmm. and the most well known from the album. But like, Red just has so many good songs yeah. that I would love to heal, mm-hmm. but that's okay.
1: Yeah, she definitely picked like the main fun ones.
0: And I would say, out of all the outfits, I think the red one is my least favorite
1: oh like which one like the t-shirt or the like like
0: all of it like the t-shirt into the like kind of like what lawn like red cloak thing that she puts on for all too well
1: oh yeah just
0: yeah yeah
1: and then yeah obviously then we go from like screaming to then all too well 10 minute version can't be beat and then into folklore oh
0: I think the folklore set is the best with that big, I don't know what you would call it, like, the kind of, like, prop cabin thing that's all, like, coupled mm-hmm. in walls.
1: Yeah. And we
0: had my favorite version of the folklore outfit, the green one.
1: It was, I loved it.
0: So pretty.
1: And, and here was in August getting- was amazing. And the whole, like, illicit affairs, era's version, I don't know how else to call it.
0: Oh, that was really cool, yeah.
1: I didn't realize, like, my only, like, sad part was because obviously I'd seen so much content on TikTok that I was, like, how is, like, the set list, like, how does she sing 40 whatever something songs? So it makes sense that she had to, like, cut some songs, like, to not be their full versions, but then it was just yeah. kind of sad when you, like, only got, like, a snippet.
0: Yeah, because, like, 7, she didn't actually play. It was just the speaking part of it, and, like, I love that song, so that was kind of sad, but oh well. And into
1: 1989. I love 1989
0: and i love the pink outfit that we got for mm. that one so cute
1: this is kind of like another one where it's like i get why she chose these songs but like they're not my favorites from the album
0: yeah i agree
1: but like shake it off was so fun i mean blank space this was i think like this love was another blank one where my vocal chords were like because like style to blank space to shake it off to wildest dreams of bad blood like yeah i'm gonna catch a break <laughs> yeah that
0: was ooh, rough That was fun. And then we had our surprise songs and we got last kiss which we knew we were gonna get and how did you feel about that?
1: When we got long live and last kiss like that's like yeah, I was, I was like, set immediately. Perfect.
0: yeah. I still can't believe though that none of us guessed that Dorothea would be a surprise <laughs> song because like we did not put together like Kansas, Dorothy. yeah. Dorothea. But why, um, like, why, why Dorothea? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny.
1: It felt like we already got our two songs. So then it was like, it was okay that Dorothea wasn't our one we would have yeah. necessarily chosen.
0: And I, I do really like Dorothea, mm-hmm. but for, I just don't listen to it as much. And I hadn't studied up on it because I didn't think it was going to be a possibility. Yeah, I know.
1: I feel like I it maybe you want to listen to it more because it's like after obviously we got like the kansas association and then also just like it being a song about friendship like
0: yeah like oh wait
1: this that's what eras is like all about you should listen to it more
0: and then last we had midnight which was i mean an amazing set i love the dancing the outfits Mm -hmm. just everything and I feel like Midnight's really showcased whole dance soul's talents the best. And mm-hmm. so that was really cool to see at the end. Yeah. Even though they were probably like exhausted by them. And then they were just like whipping out all these tricks. So yeah, I don't know
1: how they do that. And then we got to see her. As she was exiting the stage and be like, I don't know, like what, like 20 feet from her. Right? Yeah, we were so close like as she was like walking back into I don't know I guess it's like the entrance like where like the locker rooms would would be yeah
0: yeah and we saw in the beginning we saw the like legendary trash cart that she comes in on so like we were like oh my god we're on the right side we'll get to see her when she leaves so yeah and then I
1: like didn't believe it (laughs) <laughs> and then i kind of like forgot about it
0: i know no one believed me so we started walking away and then we called screaming start and there she was
1: that was insane we were so close to her people who are dumb yeah and threw bracelets down and yeah. then like for security I had to like yell and i was like okay
0: come on like use your common sense
1: good intentions but not common sense Yeah. <laughs> final thoughts yeah. I mean just it's just impossible to put into words I think one of my like main takeaways is just it felt so special well one it's just kind of like the girl summer like it's just everyone loves something so much and it's just like such a fun night you get to make bracelets and dress up and it's just all devoted to loving something and then also with it being the Eras tour it's acknowledging how her career trajectory and like growing up with her music and then like growing up with follow Swifties and it was just so emotional. And yeah. Last night. Yeah. Long live the Ares tour. Long live. Okay. Lastly, I'll try to keep this short-ish. So obviously highlights of the summer, Aries Tour and Barbie. I did see Oppenheimer last night, so I'm like, okay, I guess I should see it. I didn't want to see it the first weekend because I was afraid of the opening box office numbers being closer, which, like, Barbie won by a landslide, but I was like, okay, I need to first. Both of them, I, like, walked, I mean, both of them are, like, Oppenheimer was a really good movie, too. Both of them I, like, laughed, like, kind of speechless. Barbie was just, like, you know, emotional, feeling empowered and connected to women oppenheimer it was like speechless at how awful humanity can be but the shared takeaway from both that i have is that men should not have power so in barbie land obviously they originally the kens don't have power and then they get it and then it's like toxic masculinity and such and then like the takeaway like everyone who criticizes barbie like because what barbie isn't saying men shouldn't have power but it's saying no gender or group should have like oppressive power over anyone else but then like the critiques being like barbie or people who see barbie just hate men and then after seeing oppenheimer and like seeing what happens when men are in charge and make decisions without like any type of like emotional awareness it's like maybe that is a valid feeling Barbieland, even when men didn't have any power and it was just the barbies it was just like men were ignored they weren't like oppressed it was just like girls having fun and like we don't really care what that's happening to the kids it was literally just that they were ignored whereas in reality like when both in barbie barbie movie when they go to the real world and the reality in which we exist when men have power it causes destruction and oppression so I've seen like the like criticism that like oh if, if it were a matriarchy it'd be the same way but I don't think so because I think women at least like if it were to switch now having had that history and also a natural like balance of like the line in the mo- Barbie movie where they're like I can balance rational thinking and emotions and like basically still make good decisions. I think that is a superpower of women that men stereotypically lack. And that is apparent in Oppenheimer. Just a, a couple other things with Oppenheimer that stuck out to me. In the the previews for Oppenheimer, it was just all action war when men have to dominate versus like there's like some movie where like men have to we have to be ai and it's just like all about like proving seeking power and then it's just like that compared to the barbie movie and what women stereotypically like the entertainment they're interested in it's just interesting one other thing have you seen like like all the whatever like Oppenheimer or Barbenheimer kind of like whatever pitted them against each other they're two very different movies shouldn't Mm -hmm. have been compared but the stands of Oppenheimer who are like Oppenheimer is way better than Barbie blah 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 okay first of all don't think that's true like they're both good movies. I do think Barbie is a lot more novel than Oppenheimer. Like, sorry, but we've seen a biopic before. Um, it's kind of like theory. So of-
0: many biopics yeah. about men making bad decisions. <laughs>
1: exactly. And it also, like, men scientists, it like at first it gave me theory of everything, but like much higher stakes. Um, so it's like, it's a good movie. It was well done, but it's not novel like the Barbie movie is. But even so, the men who are like, Oppenheimer so much better. I'm like, Mm, did you see that movie because like the stereotypically the men who are saying this are like you know the toxic masculinity far right whatever guys and Oppenheimer just shows how the destruction that's caused when decisions are made in like a desire for power and without regard to other things and it highlights so many of like man and humans faults and I'm like I don't think you're like actually getting any of this there is a scene where like they it's after like it's whatever on the radio that the bombs have been released in Hiroshima and Nagasaki and like everyone's cheering That for humans to be cheering that hundreds of thousands of innocent people are being killed is wrenching and it's disgusting to see humans behave that way. So I'm, like, I just don't think the men who are, like, I love, like, I think they, like, want to identify with Oppenheimer. One, you're not nearly as smart as he was. Oh. Like, the mistakes, you would never do anything of significance. Sorry. Two, you would, like, bully, like, someone who, who is, like, that into science. Three, you're not taking any of the takeaways that the movie has. Like, and four, you just, like, lack comprehension skills is ultimately what it comes down to so my last critique of Oppenheimer is which this isn't my critique it's like been out there is that people should be seeking like the Japanese representation of the atomic bombs and its effect and then people's response to that is like there is representation but my thing is like okay but then I think everyone should have to like go watch those films and pieces before seeing Oppenheimer because that perspective is much more important than the guy who made the atomic bomb and then felt bad.
0: Wasn't there a movie we watched in like fifth grade when we all made the papal cranes? Or maybe it was a book and a movie. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? About like the people who had like survived and everything. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that sounds familiar. But, I mean, I think there is, like, people are, like, there is, like, a lot of representation, but, you know, it's, like, how there's, like, the fun, like, Greta Gerwig Barbie watch list. There should also be, like, the Oppenheimer watch list where you are not just seeing, like, the white man's perspective and, like, how that affected his personal life, but, like, the effect on an entire country. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it did make me more interested though, like, I want to, like, learn more of the history and just, like, how such large decisions seem to have been made that just didn't. In my opinion, it kind of just seems like it was, like, sunk cost fallacy, and they're like, well, yeah, Germany surrendered, but we made these, like, this atomic bomb, so, like, we need to use it, even <laughs> though, like, Japan was, like like the war was like nearing its end and they're like well well we'll save some lives because the war won't end but it's like yeah but it's civilians lives who you are ending so anyways um I was sort like I think it was still a really good movie but I just think a lot of people need who see it like need to also be like thinking critically about like what it is saying and cool. what it's saying about like the fallibility of humans but anyways on that note <laughs> i
0: i have not seen Oppenheimer and i have no plans to see it <laughs> but my favorite thing that i've seen about it is that apparently they use the 50 star flag in the movies and it wasn't invented until like 20 years after the movie <laughs> takes place that's
1: funny so i just
0: thought that was interesting
1: yeah my is like last time is just like i don't get how people don't walk away from that movie just being, like, utterly depressed. Like, I don't know how you, like, use that movie as, like, a...
0: That's why I can't watch movies like that, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, like, the people who, like, seem to be using it as, like, a way to, like, fight on Twitter, how are you not just, like, I don't know. It's just so depressing to, like... And it's crazy that, like, we don't cover, like, in our history classes more. Like, it's kind of like, oh, American history just needs to stop being taught in such, like, a white
0: man's perspective
1: yeah and that like the u.s is always in the right like we drop two bombs and we yeah think about that okay
0: okay you done now
1: yeah <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> so some upcoming things that we've got coming up both of my upcoming things that i'm really excited about oh like kind of go along with girls Summer, but they're for like you know the gay boys so i feel like that's okay
1: yeah
0: you know everyone's okay with that red white and royal blue the movie is coming out on amazon have you have you heard of that book i've heard of it i
1: haven't read it so good what What author author is that
0: casey mcquiston oh
1: okay wait yeah you've talked about
0: i've probably talked about it so much i love whole books so much and this is so good and then Staple season two is coming out this fall. And we just got a trailer for it. And it's just so cutesy. And I love it.
1: I still need to read that.
0: So good. So, my prediction, and this isn't even really a prediction, it's kind of an observation, is that it's very suspicious to me that in the midst of Girls of Summer, all these people right now are like being outed as like being the other woman. Mm-hmm. and it's also right before august which is like the song of the other woman mm-hmm. you know like Ariana grande and like possibly like camilla cabello
1: oh really with who
0: i don't know his name but i think he dated rosalia rosalia like she's mm-hmm. like a latina performer
1: mm-hmm. and
0: they just broke up and now all of a sudden like he might have been spotted with Cam- camilla and like that's kind of suspicious. Not a good look in the midst of all
1: Maybe it's all—it's really just publicity for stream August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is like, like, wait, did you see the thing that the wife of SpongeBob SquarePants, soon to be ex-wife, like made a statement about Ariana, and she was just like. She's just not a girl's girl. And
0: Which is like, the worst thing you can say about someone right now.
1: Like, can you imagine being called not a girl's girl in what this summer that? of the girl's girls? I think it's, like, such a revelation. Like, I love that we've all come to the point where... Because, you know, there was such the era of being a pick-me girl or a... Yes. What's it? One of the boys? I don't know what that's called. Yeah. Like, that was such an era. And I think it probably is for, like, younger girls. Like, I'm sure they still are, like, going... It's, like, a rite of passage. But it's, like, imagine... No, if, I'm sorry, Ariana. But she's, like, she's She what, like, 30? And it's, like, you're still not a girl's girl? Like... That's...
0: Okay, kind of going off of that when i was so when i was on the trip with my friends last week we were rewatching the I tone pretty season 1 mm. and i was like ooh belly is not a girl's girl like she's definitely like ooh. a girl that tries to be like one of the boys Yeah. But so far, I will say season two, Billy seems to have shown some growth in that aspect. So we'll we'll see if that continues.
1: I do feel like it's like I feel like that's probably an accurate representation of like most high school girls, though. Like, yeah. I feel like it's much easier to be a girls' girl at like 25 than it was. That's true. (laughs) Also, maybe like (laughs) I don't know. Maybe if we had the amount of options in high school that belly does then like it was very easy I feel like, for us to be girls girls because <laughs> we won't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways um, my predictions are i think we'll soon be starting to see the eff- i mean i think we already have like i forget what movie was pulled its premiere date was oh, there's been delayed. a couple yeah but because the, of oh the-
0: dune was a big one oh yeah but we'll got see got pushed back
1: are already are seeing the effects of the SAG-AFTRA and um, WG strikes, which go unions, we support striking, which I guess should be said on like anything related to pop culture covering entertainment. But yeah, maybe the big companies will stop being idiots soon and, and give workers what they deserve. So also... Yeah, I think I mean, I already said this, but like, I'm just predicting that in the upcoming award season, Barbie will, well, yeah, I guess TBD on what will, hap- will happen with the award season because of the strikes. But I think Barbie will be snubbed because it is something that represents women and the men voters won't get that and yeah because it's not some depressing movie about a white man which is what the academy loves yep so those are two two very uplifting predictions (laughs) well also just i'm also predicting despite the other woman august seeming to come into play i'm predicting a a continuation of girl summer for the rest of us for
0: i hope so and
1: girls fall and winter yeah maybe sad girl fall or sad girl i don't know whatever but oh, yeah regardless for the girls
0: all signing off the spirit of gossamo is chronic
1: but this podcast is iconic
0: until next time
1: Ooh. bye bobby
0: bye murphy <laughs> <laughs>